Hello. We respectfully request the Sangha graver Jews for the sake of this assembly and all living beings. They turn the wonderful Dharma will to teach and guide us how to end birth and death leave suffering and attain bliss. 
and quickly realize non-birth. Kung din dai duk tang thin vi thu phap hoi kap nhak thiếp chung sanh tin chuyên yêu phao luân giao đạo ngã mùn như há liêu sanh thoát tư ly khổ đạp lạc tức chứng vô sanh Homage to the blessed, noble, and perfectly enlightened one. Namo sadanto suche doye ola hodi san meo san putoshe. Namo taknakta toya daja hala hade tamio tambo da toa. The unsurpassed, profound, subtle, and wonderful Dharma in a hundred thousand million eons is difficult to encounter. Now that I am able to see and hear, I will receive and maintain it. I vow to fathom the thus come one's true and actual principles. Wu shang sheng sheng wei miao fa bai qian wan jie nan zao yu wo jin jian wen de shou chi yuan jie ru O Buddhas and Bodhisattvas, Great Master Six Chart, Great Master Shenhua, all good monks and nuns, and all good knowing advisors, Amitofo. Chu Fo Pusa, Liu Tzu, Shifu Shangren, Gowe, Chu Charen, Gowe, Shangju Shu, Amitofo. Chư Phật Bồ Tát kính thưa lục tổ hòa thượng tiến hóa quý thầy cô và quý vị thiện sĩ thức a di đà phật. Hello everyone. Today is the 27th of May. This is a Memorial Day weekend for us. A long weekend. We have Monday off here in the U.S. Uh, thank you all for coming. Uh, thought you'd be gone in some sort of mini vacation or something, but no. You are here to investigate the six-page chart, uh, sutra together. We are on chapter five. Hey, thank you. Uh, we are on slide uh, 14. It's the beginning uh, it's, uh, of, the, of the chapter. It's a short chapter. It's talking about sitting chart. Uh, it's amazing. Uh, this is the second time uh, we are discussing it, but uh, I'm still finding new things. Huh? All right. Mm. Don't fall asleep now, boy. Oh. Okay. He's he's the one. He bow. He he bows like the Tibetans. Clearly, this family has Tibetan connections. <laughs> he bow down. He lies right down on the floor. You know, face face. Uh, you know, uh, suffocating himself. Uh, uh, 
Amazing kids. Yeah. Okay, text says, those with this view obstruct their own original nature and become bound by purity. 做此见者,仗自本性却被禁服. Wow, you guys looking at the screen for Discord or whatever this thing here is, uh, it uh, have new heights. Normally it's at, uh, 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 mirrored and also small. Anyway, what are we talking about? That's a go back to because we've been away for a couple of weeks. I think it helps to reacquaint ourselves a little bit. This master six-page chart is teaching about his views of what his sitting chan really means. Okay, so he started by saying right off the bat, it says chan. Okay, uh, is not attaching oneself to the mind to purity. It is not non-movement either. Right there, straight to the point. No beating around the bush. Okay, chan, sitting chan is not to attach yourself to the mind, to purity, nor non-movement. What has to do with full lotus? Someone might be wondering. Uh, this is for the one who have uh, mastered full lotus. <laughs> okay, don't be so wimpy. Never mind. Yeah. Okay, so, and he went, went on and explained about what is not attaching oneself to the mind, what is not attaching to purity. That's the next, okay? So, not attaching the mind for your, just to remind you, he says the mind is false. So, whatever you use your mind is basically an illusion. Therefore, whatever you think of, don't be attached to it. Is it clear? It's very direct. Whatever you think of with your thinking mind, okay, don't be attached to it. Enjoy it, accept it, but don't take it too seriously. Does it help? This is Buddhist wisdom. Okay? Hmm. We're not saying, he's not saying don't use your mind at all. He's simply saying that whatever your thinking mind produces is an illusion, okay? Uh, while you live in that, we're living in an illusory world. But when you want to wake up, there's a child process here. Sitting child process will help you get out, okay? So far, so good? Don't say, he's not saying, this is kind of funny, it's not, he's not saying that don't use your mind at all. He's simply saying whatever your mind conjures up, it's illusory. And when you have wisdom, you know what, I, what he means. Okay? And the, the way to, to, to open the wisdom, okay, is to attach to nothing. Okay? Next, as to purity. See, first you're not attaching the mind. Now, next thing is to attach to purity. Okay? He says, you are fundamentally pure. You don't have to do anything. You peer, his peer, well, maybe not her. Uh, okay, uh, you peer, okay. And, and it's only because 
of you think too much. False thinking refers to thinking. You, you depend on your mind too much. You're thinking mind too much, as your professors told you to. Is the professor still there in the Wei Mountain Temple? The professor's job is to teach you to think. And the professor is the one the real reason behind our attachment to uh, 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 purity. According to the sixth patriarch, don't quote me now, okay? Don't get upset at me. I'm repeating only the patriarch's teachings. I have no wisdom whatsoever. Yeah, okay? So he says, uh, you learn to think, that's fine, okay? And that's how you, you use to earn a living, that's fine. But know that if you rely too much on thinking, uh, your true Buddha mind, your true Buddha nature is obscured and covered up, okay? And so what do you do? You've been thinking all these years. What do you have to do to undo that? He says, stop thinking. And the nature has a way of purifying itself. Okay? It's like I remember long, long time ago, uh, uh, you know, that people were concerned about pollution of the rivers. And they say, oh, my God, what do we do to clean up the rivers? And it turns out the solution is very simple. Stop polluting it. And the river will cleanse itself. Same thing with our, our, our true mind. It cleanses itself. You stop polluting it. Okay? All right. What do you pollute? Yes, sir. What do you pollute? How do you pollute it? Huh? How do you pollute it? The legs is, they are in pain. Yes, anyone? Mine too. Did I tell you, since I started exercising, oh, my legs are in pain constantly. Two hours, I complain already. <laughs> okay? So the legs are in pain. Yes or no? Me too. Okay? So, you make it worse by saying, oh my God, pain, stop. Anyone? <laughs> Go away, pain. That is confusion. Accept it. I mean pain, so it's pain, it's painful. But as soon as you think about pain, you want to do something about pain, Okay, you think of a way to reduce pain, guess what? The pain increases. Sound familiar? Ah, 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 the more you do that, the more it hurts. Ah. Never mind. It's cool. Yes, sir, question. Uh, yeah, I had a question, but um, commenting about the pain and not thinking, when I, when I stop thinking and I just let go, that's when I scream more. So, I, you know, I don't know, like, that's just like when I let go, I start screaming. Um, Can but, we help? Huh? Can we help? Would you like us to help? Yeah. We'll beat you up. Whatever. <laughs> 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 but I, I had a question. Is uh, You said uh, thinking is illusionary. Is that why reciting um, like a Buddha's name or something all day, is that why it's good? Because... I'm just asking because that's yeah, what my, yeah. my thinking is like, well, it's good to recite because no matter if I'm thinking good or thinking whatever bad, 
I just yeah. recite the Buddha's name. Yeah, it's actually, actually when they talk about thinking, there's one thing you all need to learn. It's not about thinking. It's about reacting. When we talk about thinking, is that you react to, to, to it by, by striking a thought. Legs in pain, stop it. Go away. I don't like this. Why am I doing this? You're reacting to it. That's why it's called false thinking. The pain is there. Embrace it. Oh, my friend, there you are again. What is that called? False thinking again. <laughs> I get you every single time. Don't do anything. Accept it. It's supposed to hurt. Okay? That's all. Embrace it. But the moment is what typically happens to people, smart people, especially smart people, and say, go away. We're not friends, you know? Did you hear me? I don't like you. Go away. Hmm? That's what happens to us. Whether you verbalize it or not, it's still that go away. I don't like you. Okay? Accept it. Don't do anything. Just yes, it's painful because it's painful. You're doing something ill-advised. You're crossing your legs the wrong way. <laughs> legs are not meant to be crossed like that. So we do it on purpose. We cross the legs that way on purpose to inflict pain upon ourselves. And then you say, go away. I mean, actually... I'm trying to inflict pain upon you, and you're fighting it. Your ego is fighting it. Ego whines and complains. Ah, oh, I don't like this. I don't like this. I'm too smart for this. Okay? That's what happens to you. Okay? And all furthermore, attached to purity. They're saying, you know, I'm pure. I'm, I'm, I'm a real pure person. Actually, the Buddha says, you are fundamentally pure. Even if you don't take a shower, you're still pure. You stink a little bit, but you're still pure. But as soon as you false think, as soon as you think, okay, your purity is covered up. So what do you do? Stop thinking will purify itself. You don't need to do anything but stop thinking. That's all. Stop reacting. Is it clear? So actually it's very insightful that we all have these three deep-seated attachments. Attachment to? First one is what? The mind. You like to think. Okay? Our, our professors, the one who, especially the one who sits in, uh, in, uh, in uh, Way Mountain there, uh, she makes a living teaching people to think. Okay? Yeah. You earn a living by thinking. Absolutely. Okay? We're rewarded by thinking. Okay? So we're, we're so proud of our mind. We're attached to the mind. Thinking is nothing wrong. You use it to make a living. There's nothing wrong with it. There's no need to attach to it. 
Meaning, how do you mean not attached to it? Think when you must, but when you don't have to think, stop thinking. Especially when you drive. Why do you have to think? Anyone thinks when they drive? I drove up here, I think, all the time. What am I going to do this weekend? Well, how am I going to tell what I'm going to talk about on, uh, on, uh, on the six paycheck sutra lectures? Okay? Think and think and think. Am I making sense to you? He's not saying stop thinking. He says he stop attaching to thinking. I don't want you to misunderstand the space chart's intention. It's okay to go to college, go to school to learn how to think, how to analyze. It's perfectly okay. But do not do it compulsively, excessively. Learn to stop when you can. Problem is, you can't. Habit energies. You've been thinking all this time. Since you were able to start thinking, you never could stop, could you? Okay, that's called attaching to the mind. Now attaching to purity, he says, I'm pure, I'm pure, I'm pure. But you know, as soon as you think, you're no longer pure. So same process, stop thinking, you purify yourself naturally. So far, so good. That's who we are right now, 14. Any problems? So he says, with this view here, the commentary on slide 15, uh, those with this view, what is view again? Uh, uh, oh, the view that he talked about is, uh, he says that uh, their, uh, the attachment to purity arises in your mind, it only creates false purity. And when false is not what is false does not exist, uh, attaching is false. So you put a false on top of a false. Purity has no form or mark, and yet there's those who set up the mark of purity as a skill, meaning that there are a lot of people who practice meditation, and they learn to, they have some skills, they're able to stop thinking. How do you stop thinking? Entering samadhi. Okay? Very simple. You enter samadhi. Boop! No more thinking. Okay? And because they're able to enter samadhi, these people think, look at it as a mark of purity, as a skill. So far, so good? Mm. See, he's, he's, he's um, breaking down all the walls, all these erroneous beliefs that will prevent you from making further progress and from, in this particular, Unfolding your wisdom is a lot more damaging than you think. If you don't think, your wisdom unfolds itself. You do things effortlessly. You have such clarity of mind that you say, is that me really? Am I that good? Uh, you are. But you, say, you keep, but no, you keep on saying, hey, uh, I need to think, I need to think, I must think. That's a fallacy. YouTube question. From Empty Mirror. When it says you are fundamentally pure, who is the you they are referring to? 
All marks are impure, so what is being referred to? Your fundamentally pure refers to you and to me, to all of us. All living beings are fundamentally pure. Next question. From Alto D, Master, after last week I started noticing how much I am thinking when I drive and think all day. It's crazy, I'm truly stupid. It is insanity. I find myself thinking about things that I have no need to think about, things that don't matter, things that happened 15 years ago that are not important. My mind just likes to run and keep going and doesn't want to stop. It's insanity how most people have never had a chance to stop the mind. We are truly blessed we have this teaching, Amitofo. Yeah, thank you. It's easier said than done. It's okay to say I have to stop thinking, I don't like to think, but actually we can't stop. It's, it's kind of cute and nice to say oh, I should stop thinking, but you cannot. The habit energy is so strong that we think and think and think. Okay, and so in order, in order to undo that, you need Chan. Chan is the most powerful form of practice to help you undo that habit energy of thinking incessantly. Okay, now you're aware of it. Okay, it's not just being aware of it is enough. You have next step for you, young man, is commit. He says, okay, I I know I compulsively think what I'm going to do. This is a habit, energy that I've acquired for many, many lifetimes already. It's not just this lifetime alone. Don't blame it on the professors. It's many more lifetimes. That's why you, you buy into this thinking thing. Okay, that's why, I say, oh, of course, I have to think. Uh, no, it's prior lifetime, you thought as well, and then before that, and before that, and before that. Every single life, you've been thinking, you've been, you depended on your mind, and your thinking mind. Not just this lifetime alone, folks. That's why it takes time to undo it. Okay, and in Buddhism, in China in particular, we have the technology to... Cut off your thinking brutally. How? Because <laughs> it forced, how do you stop thinking? By becoming single minded, not mindful. Mindful is for babies. Okay? This is where they live it off. For us, it's not mindful. Mindful is scattered. I'm mindful of this flower. I'm mindful of this statue. I'm mindful of the incense. That's scatteredness. What we want is single-mindedness. You want to only have one thought. What thought is that? I love you. That works. It doesn't matter. If you can have one thought... You can concentrate on any thought, one single thought. It's called single-mindedness. Is that clear? 
So that's why it's, we're not saying we need to be Buddhist or you need, you know, you, yes, if you can pray to God and you, and you become single-minded, you know, praying to God, more power to you. That's what China is about. It's not about Buddhism, not about Buddhas and so forth. Just be single-minded. And how do you train? How do we train you to become single-minded? You don't talk about it. You can talk all you want. You must do it. Nature of the mind is that it has to believe. You're too smart. That's why you don't believe. Right or not? You're too smart. Just, I don't believe you. I don't know. Uh, let me see. Uh, let me think about it. Yes? And that's the problem. You don't believe. That's why the practice of using reasoning and saying, no, this is what you should be doing, this is what you ought to be doing, it's all talk. It doesn't mean anything. The mind doesn't listen. Sounds familiar? Did you listen to your parents? No! Never! Yes? Now your children are doing the same thing to you. <laughs> okay? So, so you don't, you, you, you can say, yes, I know I'm supposed to stop thinking. But it's only what? Another thought! When are you going to wake up to that? And you say, you, you're right. I'm so sorry. I will, I will, you know, I will stop thinking. What's that again? Another thought! <laughs> you're all full of it. I mean, full of thoughts. Is that, that sounds familiar? That's why talking is it's meaningless. You gotta cross your legs. And then when you cross your legs, it hurts. And what do you do when it hurts? You think of one thing pain. <laughs> and that's how you get your mind, you train your mind to think one thing by doing it, not by talking about it, by forcing it to do it. Then he says, ah, ah, now I know how to do it. That's a problem. You need to do it before you believe yourself. It's not about God. It's not about Buddha. It's not about me. It's irrelevant. You need to believe in yourself that you can do it. And it's good for you And when you do it. But no, you believe in your thinking mind. You say, you know, you know I don't have to do this. I'm too smart for this. Only losers would do this to themselves. Who's a loser? You are the loser because you keep on thinking up and new ways to weasel out. And you're chuckling. You look at these people. I don't know what they're doing, crossing their legs and complaining and writhing. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, it's, uh, they're stupid or something. No. They're doing it while you're only thinking. You, when you think about it, you criticize them, you become more confused. Yeah, he looks funny, he sounds funny, but he's, you know, getting there. Hopefully in a few li more lifetimes. <laughs> 
But you need to experience single-mindedness. That is pain, 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 pain. That's all you can think of. Until that happens, ask you to concentrate on something, you say, oh, the only thing I can think of is love. <laughs> Seriously? Does it help you become single-minded? No. You love too many things. Yeah? Okay. Uh, so, uh, attachment and purity, uh, meaning your mind, your mind says, I am pure, I am pure. Ah, which makes me chuckle because it's, you know what this refers to? It's very personal for me uh, uh, because my peers, they attach to this problem. They think they're pure. They don't realize it's false purity. It's so dirty. So dirty. It's so sad. We know we peer. If you think about it, you are dirty. You think someone is impure, you're dirty. It's an attachment. Do you, do you agree? It's an attachment to purity, which is not sitting chan. Does it, what does it tell you? You like that. You don't understand chan at all. Okay, and in particular, when you have some skills, this is a, this is very typical of the people. They have some skills, like where I came from. We develop skills, okay, and to enter samadhi, and which is purity, a state of purity, state of purity. And we say, "Wow, I'm so skilled," okay, and they don't. We don't realize that 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 entering samadhi, okay, itself is is uh, is uh, is uh, obstructing our original nature and we bound by purity that's what the patriarch says beautiful you guys are so unappreciative of this genius teaching what he's talking about is exactly what's happening to my peers my generation we bound by this and we don't realize it it's sad to me. But, 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 but my master says, I, you know, I practice purity. I have the six principles. I have you know, the, the three principles, the, th the three doctrines, the six principles, and so forth. I have this tradition. And we got this far. You know, and guess what? They're attached to purity. They look at it as a skill. Wow. I hope it doesn't happen to you. And it won't. Because you heard it. Because I point out it out to you. I, I name names as well for you to see. Just oh, take a drive. A couple hours you go there. Oh, attachment to purity. We peer, we peer, we peer, we peer. <laughs> oh, just losers. And we are Chan adepts. We 
are experts in Chan. Do you know that? We have the Weiyang lineage in Chan, one of the best Chan schools in the, in the tradition, in the Chinese tradition of Mahayana, of Chan in particular. Weiyang is one of the best, if not the best. It's so good, so advanced that it has no more followers. <laughs> you guys are not good enough. We look at you and say, ah, that's okay. Go, Linji. <laughs> go, go somewhere else. And, you know, we're Princeton, you know, you go to Harvard or something. You know, that's how they, they're like. The Princeton people, Yale people, look, uh, really, it's not for you. That kind of attitude. Okay? Mm. And, and so if you have this view oh, uh, of looking at your, I'm pure, I can enter samadhi, I have developed samadhi in here, I have kung fu, I can attain purity in a moment, the sixth patriarch says, hey boys, that's why you no longer are making progress. You're attached to this samadhi thing. And look at it as a skill, desirable skill. It's so subtle. It's so exciting. I don't know about you, but I love this. When I learn about these things, I say, wow, how come my parents never told me? How come my teacher never told me? Master Cheryl never told me. And oh, someone was thinking, oh, purity is nice, but I'd like to make more money this year, for instance. <laughs> okay, mm. so mm. it's nothing. Even if you have the skills of entering samadhi and purifying your mind, don't be attached to it. It's how subtle it is. And most of you are saying, well, can I get to purity first? <laughs> then we can talk later. Uh, you're such a... Do, if you don't believe in yourself, what can I do? Hmm? You have to believe in yourself. We teach, he's teaching us this because he knows you're capable of doing it. You, you, you're able to get there. It's not a big deal, trust me. It's a you. As soon as you hear, listen to this, I don't know, this is too advanced. This is, you know, these people, they practice 10 hours a day. I only have maybe an hour a week. <laughs> Sounds familiar? <laughs> I'm too busy. <sighs> okay, can we move on? 16? Uh, why do I feel like, a, do I feel like a preacher now? <laughs> you know, good no advisors. When one who cultivates non-movement looks at anyone, he does not notice any right or wrong, good or bad, and false or shortcomings. That is the non-movement of the self-nature. 善知识若修不动者，但见一切人时，不见人知是非善恶过患，即是自信不动。Can I share something with you? I read this sutra at least uh, about 10 times. I don't remember this section at all. <laughs> I'm guilty. Isn't it amazing when 
it's so plain here, right? And you read it, you, you agree with it. Anyone disagrees? I mean, agrees? <laughs> okay, we agree, right? And next week, I f- you forget. That's what happened to me. Isn't it interesting? I cannot remember this for, you know, all the things I know about the Flower Warden, Adornment Sutra, Shrangama Mantra, Sutras and so forth. I don't remember this section. It's so plain and so, it's so clear, isn't it? When your mother is hurting, why are you doing this to her? Look at her, the poor woman. Oh my God, what am I doing here? <laughs> it's the legs. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, tell her that uh, for Daniel, it's a lot worse. <laughs> okay, you know, it cannot be more obvious. Okay, he talked about the six page chart, talked about attachment to mind, attachment to purity. Please remember only three things. That's what I love about him. Okay, he, he talked about these important concepts, something called sitting chan, which is the, the supreme Mahayana meditation technology. And he summarized it into three things. Hey, boys and girls, only three things about Chan that you need to know. Fascinating to me. And how come people like us, especially my instructors, who've been teaching you meditation, <laughs> doesn't talk about this. You know that? I don't talk about this. And tells you the level, degree of wisdom and, 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 uh, and, uh, and the genius of this great teacher. He says, these are so fundamental things, yet you intentionally overlook it. You drop it and you erase it from your memory. Fascinating. You've been studying sutras for over two decades or more, maybe three. How old are you? 90? Okay. And how do, yeah, 60, yeah? 60 already, right? God. And you don't remember any of this. Six patriarch teaching this non movement. Yeah? Non movement. And it's funny because the Chinese, the tung, bu tung, is non movement, is bu tung, is so Chinese. This is the best Chinese technology, folks. Asian culture that has to offer. Butong. Okay? Uh, so now he's talking about movements or non-movements. Okay? Uh, let's continue. 18. Good knowing advisors. Although the body of the confused person may not move, but he then opens his mouth to speak of others' right or wrong, their strengths or shortcomings, and their good or bad, he thus turns his back on the way. Shan 
，与道违背。Okay. Hmm. He noticed that he started by talking about this. Okay. He says he does not notice movement. He does not right and wrong so forth. Actually, this is the point of this section, not movement. But he elaborates for us. That's why I ignored it because it's it's clear in next section. Okay. Uh, so he says. Mm, <clears throat> he says, if the body of someone may not move. And when he's confused, body does not move, meaning that you sit in full lotus, you sit in meditation, you sit and while reciting Buddha's name, you sit while reciting mantras. That's what it means. The body does not move, may not move. So far, so good. But he opened his mouth to speak of Shu Fei, others right and wrong. Hmm? Uh, the strength and or shortcomings, the good or bad, he is just turning his back on the way. Okay, so uh, that's not cultivation. See, the key word is a. Uh, Open his mouth to speak for others right and wrong. Does this mean is it okay for us to look at someone and say, "Hmm, that's wrong"? Is it okay? Yes. You're not stupid when you look at someone. Yeah, that's wrong. You know it's wrong. You recognize it's wrong. Yes. It's perfectly okay. But to open your mouth and speak about it is wrong. Please pay attention to the distinction here. We have a rational mind; we can understand. Therefore, we understand right and wrong. There's nothing wrong with it. But to speak about it is wrong. Are we clear on this? So, if someone writes and makes a lot of noises. And screams. Is it right or wrong? <laughs> wrong. You shouldn't speak about it. <laughs> He's making excuses for himself. Good Lord. Okay, you do your things, and we say, hmm. We think ourselves that's wrong, but then as long as we don't say it. It's safe. <laughs> That's called enduring it. Don't whine and complain like a girl. I mean, like a man. Okay, take it. Yes, you too. From Ray Zhuang, Master, does this mean when we make progress in Chan or able to sit longer, we should not think we made any progress? Does thinking about progress obstruct our own progress? Yeah, there's no need to think about it. You sit longer, so why do you have to think that you made some progress? You made progress already. Whether you think about it and say about it, it doesn't make any difference. OK. 
Okay? So, uh, so that's what people like to do at the temples. We speak of, you know, the six page chart is kind of short. Anyone? Huh? That's wrong. That's, that's movement. Okay? 20. You know, if we go too fast, we only have like 34 slides. I'm up to 20 now. If you go too fast, we're going to take, we're going to finish early today and go have some gelato. <laughs> yeah? <laughs> you are such party animals. That's wrong. <laughs> okay. Attaching the mind and attaching the purity are to obstruct one's way. I think, 21, this actually is more applicable to the Koreans, not us. Yeah. Sunim, please tell us. It's not you guys doing Korean temples? Speak. Remember, you're safe here. <laughs> yes, we are. Can you can you name names? There are yeah, there are quite a few of them on the monitor there. I see people, familiar faces in Jewel Conk. Yeah. Look at that. Whoa, look at so many people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and Jewel Mountain Temple. Look at that. Oh, yeah. Okay, so isn't that what Koreans do? Talk about others wrong? We usually do. <laughs> we usually do. Mm-hmm. She's so under pressure to fit in in America. <laughs> Okay, Koreans, what do you have to say for yourself? Jumi, you can say anything about yourself and about your husband. That works too. (laughs) She's not prepared for this. Uh, isn't it right that you like to talk about others wrong? No, not you, huh? Oh, 솔직히 다른 사람의 잘못에 대해서 얘기하는 게 얘기하고 싶긴 한데 시간 낭비라서 잘안 하는 편이에요. Master, I I do like to talk about others' fault, but it's not it's a waste of time, so I I don't do it. <laughs> it's worse than I thought. <laughs> Instead of talking about others wrong, she's saying that they're also wrong, so it's a waste of my time to talk about it. <laughs> 
so Jumi, only Jumi can express it in such an eloquent way. Oh my God, I'm so impressed. This woman is have some wisdom. Okay, the rest of you Koreans, huh? What do you have to say for yourself? Do you speak up others wrong or not? You know why then no one's going to say anything? Because then all they will say, see, she's so wrong. <laughs> to speak about our wrongs. Uh, okay, okay, so. Uh, so he says, the mind should not be attached. Uh, you should not attach to the mind, or attach to purity. Okay, especially, you know, the thing, especially for cultivators, the people who cultivate, or good cultivators, if you will, they're proud of their purity. He said, I'm above it. I'm above desire. I'm above, I'm above this, this greed. I'm above this anger, you know? I'm above it. And that spirit, you attach it. It's, it's so, it is so, such a natural tendency for most people who practice sincerely, with great sincerity. That's what happens to them. They're so proud of it. Hmm? You're inferior. You're, you're impure. Hmm. Do, uh, and now you have more time. Uh, Koreans, would you like to add more? Uh, for example, Lyle, would you like to say anything? No? Don't want to get in further trouble? Okay, okay, I'm trying to buy time, but uh, apparently they're, they're not cooperating. Uh, yes. Uh. Master, attached to the mind here, meaning uh, attached to thinking? Yeah. Okay. The attached mind is, is very subtle. I need to think. Let me think. Huh? Whereas, it's so subtle. When you think, it works for you. That's how you always operated this way. But you know, when you stop thinking, actually, your true mind is activated. You, your solution's better. It's very subtle. This, this, is, this is why I love the six patriarchs. So subtle. And unless you do it, you will not know why he says so. You're not impressed. I don't care. I'm not trying to impress you. Please, please, settle down. <laughs> 22. The master instructed the assembly, good knowing advisors, what is meant by sitting chan. Okay. So he says, uh, uh, so far it says, what isn't sitting Chan? Attaching to mind, attaching to purity, and attaching to non-movement. Non-movement is that don't move. Okay? 
So far, so good? And so, if it isn't those three things, it's not attachment to mind, to purity, to non-movement, then what is sitting Chan? Pay attention, folks, how he trains his disciples, how he teaches his disciples. First teaching is, don't do this. Then you can do it right. It's beautiful. So for example, it's like teaching how to be a good wife. Don't disobey your husband. <laughs> Something like that. You know what I mean? I'm joking. <laughs> you like it too much. <laughs> There's some attachment somewhere. <laughs> All the, the boys over here are so, I'm not touching this. Only his, ah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's, it's, it's some kind of constipation somewhere. Uh, okay. Uh, so he says, so I told you what it isn't, what sitting chan isn't. So what is it? Okay? I love this thing because it's, it is so quintessential chan training. Don't do this. Then you have a chance to do it right. If you do the other thing, the three things, attaching the mind, attaching purity, attaching the non-movement, you cannot, it's no point talking about the next thing. Make sense? Ooh, hot stuff. 24, 10 more slides, folks, which half of it is uh, commentary. <laughs> pressure, pressure on you. <laughs> yeah, okay, thank you, thank you. Question here. Master, uh, I'm behind. I'm still catching up. Was the third one not attached? You were saying that uh, the third one is not attached to, um, not attached to, <laughs> um, not moving. Non-movement. Non-movement. But I thought the the text was about we shouldn't move uh, by speaking of others. Rounds, right? He says, not movement. He says, I can sit still and not move my mind. He says, this cultivator is at the point where he can sit still and not move his mind. Okay? Uh, however, uh, however, uh, he opened his mouth. He likes to open his mouth to speak a right and wrong of others. And that's what happens in Korea. Uh, so the not attached to the body not moving, but the mind, but the mind still moves. Okay. The mouth moves. The mouth moves. <laughs> that's, that's the problem is the mouth. Well, the body moves if the mouth moves. <laughs> And, the, and if you don't believe me, the few more Koreans will come very soon, <laughs> in a couple of weeks. And you see, they talk about, you know, Sinfa's problems, how, how when she's here, she's different. Chuck Yonis, we're so glad she's away from Jewel Conk and, <laughs> and so forth. 
Okay, thank you, Master. It's so subtle. Okay? Yeah. It's, so, it's easy for you to sit there and say, I'm not going to move. I sit there. Some people say, for example, Master, when he meditates, he checks his phone. Because I'm not attached to non-movement. You get it now? <laughs> I've been waiting for this. <laughs> uh, it hurts. So. I'm a child master, but I check my phone when I meditate. <laughs> I'm not attached to non-movement. I'm attached to my phone. That's all. <laughs> okay? So what is uh, sitting chan? Uh, were we there? We, no, we are in 22 only, right? Okay. What is meant by sitting chan? Uh, okay, so now 24. In this Dhamma door, there are no obstructions or impediments. Externally, when faced with good or evil states, no thought arises in the mind. That is called sitting. Internally, to see that the self-nature is unmoving, that is called chan. Okay. What is he talking about? He says, when you sit in chan, when you learn sitting chan, sitting da uh, zuo, okay, sitting chan, there are no obstructions or impediments. Okay, uh, uh, so that's a general thing. When you do this, when you practice this chan here, whether it's hua to, whether it's reciting the Buddha's name, it's all chan, chan damadors, all included, all group under, classified under chan, sitting chan. Uh, there are no obstructions or impediments. So he elaborates. Externally, when faced with good and evil states, no thought arises in the mind. Okay? Good and evil. We are very righteous, okay? Uh, we, are, we are constantly judging is it good or it's evil. So when we face with a state, something that's a person or an event, like a war or something, our mind jumps and says, oh, it's good, oh, it's bad, okay? And that is not sitting chant. More specific, specifically, for example, we're sitting here. Is this called sitting chan or not? See, it's a trick question. You, oh, it's off. It's off. Uh, it's off the text. Is it sitting chan? Right now, is it sitting chan or not? Yes, ma'am. 
For some people it is, for some people it's not. Depends on who. Which are the ones who are sitting Chan, which ones are not? The ones who are in Samadhi, their mind. So that's zero. That's <laughs> 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 your own definition. They're all scattered, look at them, they're all laughing. Except for mommy. So, um, but mommy said, oh my God. <laughs> Why am I doing this to myself? <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, another question. We're sitting here. Okay. The earthquakes. Earthquakes, okay, and then, and then, what happens? Anyone? Is it okay? I think she's getting more attention from here than at home. He <laughs> said, here we have compassion. <laughs> you know, it's what you don't realize that their legs are hurting. Actually, the broken wrist is also hurting. You realize that? Is that what she's saying? She's not complaining. Well, actually, the 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 the, uh, the the breakage right there it hurts. It hurts as well. Not only just the legs, but the arm also hurting. The wrist is hurting as well. Yeah. Isn't that cool? I mean. Uh, <laughs> I have, I have an explanation. I can explain that. You know why it hurts? The wrist hurts? Why do I know if wrist hurts without even asking? Hmm? Because it's healing it. The wrist hurting right now, okay, is, is speeding up the healing process. <laughs> you are so comical. I don't know if it's good or evil, but I think it's funny. <laughs> See? So, so the thought there, he's comical. Is that is that is a chan, is a sitting chan? He says good or evil. I'm saying, you know, it's comical. Could be good, could be evil. Could be neutral. Is it sitting chan? Uh -huh. 
I'm trying to make a point. When you sit there and there's certain noise, <laughs> yes? Especially when it's next to you, <laughs> Ivy would, <laughs> for sure, right? <laughs> the mind is very fast. <laughs> Instantaneous, okay? Is it sitting chant? No. Okay? Hmm. Just remember, this is what he says. Sitting chant meaning that you don't react. Because in your, in your mind, the sudden noise right there is a bad thing. That's why you jump right away. You see? And that means that you're not, you're not in samadhi. Okay. Uh, and, and so he says that when you are, uh, when you are uh, no obstruction impediments, okay? Uh, so when you face a good and evil states, no thought arises in your mind. That's called sitting. And then when you see that self-nature is unmoving, that is Chan. That's why sitting has a definition, Chan has a definition. Sitting means that you are, you are no, have no thoughts when it's neither good or bad. Either good or bad, you have no thoughts. Okay? And when Chan itself is that when you see, you're able to see that your self-nature is totally unmoving. That's a standard of Chan, you're able to do that. Then it's called Chan. All right? And, uh, and uh, uh, what do you mean by seeing uh, the self-nature moving? What does it mean? Yes, self-nature unmoving. Six. I think it just means see your self-nature, because if you can see it, you will see it's unmoving. No. Anyone else? See, clearly this person hasn't seen her self-nature yet. Yes, six. Maybe this six would see it. <laughs> Thank you, Master. I'm thinking. When you're thinking? Sitting. Okay, never no, no, mind. Next no, one. <laughs> no, I, no, I'm I'm thinking because it's not me. I'm I'm giving an example of my husband. Seeing self nature unmoving is when you are not thinking, but your body just do it the by itself. I told you. Next. <laughs> Anyone else? Huh? What is seeing the self-nature is unmoving. JMT, my God, the Koreans are now awake. It's kind of early for them, you know. Can't blame them. I, I think there, there is no problem. Okay, never mind. <laughs> but go ahead, we, we, we won't judge you. Continue. No thought, Master. It means no thought. No thoughts. 
The self nature's unmoving. That's right. Okay. It only means, oh yes, Wei Mount, maybe has a better answer here. Yeah. Sarali. I mean, Sarabi. Isn't that some sort of uh, dessert? Yes, it is. You could buy from retail store, Sara Lee. Sara Lee, ah, yes, it's been a while. I usually go to Asian supermarkets. Go, go, sorry, I got distracted. Is that the description of the state of enlightenment? Yep, yep. How can you see the self-nature unless you enlighten? Very perceptive. Hmm? When you see your self-nature, when you see your enlightened, when you become enlightened, you see your self-nature, you see that there's no movement whatsoever. Excellent. That's my disciple. <laughs> hmm. it's too many translations. You know? <laughs> okay, next, 27. If externally you are attached to marks, internally your mind will be confused. If externally you are separate from marks, internally your mind will be unconfused. The original nature is always pure and always in concentration. Ah, ah. Ah, 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 this, 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 uh, this, uh, the, es the, the essence of the nature of our mind. He says, you're attached to external marks. You're attached to no hair, attached to glassy, attached to brown, you're attached to, you know, you're attached to color, you're attached to red car, you're attached to uh, uh, green dollar, you're attached to tall buildings, you're attached to structure, you're attached to uh, 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 whatever outside, okay? You're attached to it, then because you attach to external things outside. That's why internally you are confused. No. This, this he's basically stating, ex expressing or helping us understand why we're confused. Because we're attached to external things. Attached to money, attached to fame, attached to houses, attached to freeways, attached to trains, attached to children. Are they external things or not? Anything external to you that you attach to? Hey, where are you going? <laughs> huh? Then internally, you confuse. Meaning what? If you choose to attach to external things, like your daughter, your husband, your family, your jobs, and your money, and so forth, huh? you are making yourself confused. It's not my fault. It's not her fault. It's you. You choose to be confused. You hear? 
Hey, are you paying attention? Why are you paying? Why are you looking over there? See, attached to, you know, clearly. Isn't that interesting? However, if you separate yourself from marks, marks mean anything outside. Okay? For example, Koreans are attached to what kind of mark? Harmony. Get along. Yes? Is that called a mark or not? Chuck John, is that mark or not? Okay, I'm picking on Koreans today. I'm feeling much better than yesterday. <laughs> huh? Let me see who else I can pick on. Uh, I cannot see, I cannot see, I cannot see faces. Uh, Hunju! I, that's, all, that's all the name I can think of right now. Ruchu! <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, so when you, when you, when you insist on harmony, that's attachment to Marx, isn't it? The mark of harmony. What happens? You say, oh, it's a proper thing because we're Korean, we live in a small country, we're very close together, live close together, therefore it's important for us to get along. So we're attached to the mark of harmony, of getting along. So what does it do? You are confused. You're making yourself confused when you insist on that. What if you, you, your son makes noises? And he said, What is that called? Attachment to no noise. What does he do? You're confused. Okay? However, if you say, if he makes noises, you separate from the mark of noises. You separate from the mark of harmony. That's what happens. Internally, your mind will be unconfused. In practice, what does it mean? As soon as you insist on something, you are confusing yourself. As soon as you let go, you are clearing your head. You're unconfusing yourself. That's what the implications are in this section. Never mind about wisdom or, or enlightenment and stuff. I'm talking about very fundamental issues. You insist on something, you're confused. You let go, you're unconfusing yourself. Questions or comments? The original nature is always pure and always in concentration. When you become enlightened, you see your original nature. You see it's always pure, it's always in concentration. Meaning, you don't do anything. It's pure already. It's in concentration, always. 
You don't need to do anything at all. Just be, dwell in your self-nature. Don't go outside. And we can sit here now, dwell in our, dwell in our self-nature until 2.30. Questions or comments? Wei Bang. Thank you, Master. Um, I have a question about um, when one is sitting in, um, let's say, samadhi, because you don't have any thoughts, and then, let's say, a thought arises. What is it? What is it? Yeah. A thought arisal. <laughs> what is it? Is it? Is it something you're supposed to think about? Is it something you let you just let it go by and go, oh, there's a thought? What do you want from me? <laughs> you want me to say, it's not you? I, I'm trying to help you stretch out the time. <laughs> <laughs> Don't think about it. <laughs> Your self-nature is unmoving. It's free from attachments. Yes, that's all it says. Yes, it's fear. Okay? So, if a thought arises in the self-nature, what is it? That's the question. Yes? What is it? You sit here, listening to the Sutra lecture in rapture. I might add. And then all of a sudden, ah! Ah! <laughs> what is it? I'm training you, you still miss the point completely. What is that? Huh? And a noise. Is it your fault? You bet! <laughs> Why did you uh, uh, not uh, let the air out of his tire? I'm joking. Is it under your control? Someone makes a noise or not? No, right? Similarly, you sit there and you self-nature, you're happy, serene, and peaceful self-nature, a thought arises. What is that? Let it flow. Let it flow. Do nothing. nothing. Just like a noise. Do nothing. And he keeps going, ah, ah! And what do you do? Nothing. He's helping us train you. 
<laughs> got that? Way Mountain. Master, can we say that thought is a part of phenomena? What says? The Vicky just asked about that thought in the middle of that samadhi and then thought arise. Can we say that is just part of phenomena? Just things happening? Could be phenomena, could be could be a karmic retribution. Okay. Typically it's a karmic retribution. The reason you have ah is because in the past you did that to him as well. <laughs> okay? So now we, we, it's it's payback. In the past you wimps like well ah, ah, ah. <laughs> and because you, you did that, now you pass that. Now you you're laughing at him. Because in the past he laughed at you. He said, oh, these poor guys. <laughs> All right? Uh, so, there is no nature. It's always pure and always in concentration. Uh, uh, meaning that our nature is always pure. doesn't matter what you think. No matter what happens, it's still pure. Even if someone makes noises, someone uh, 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 throws dirt at you. Your nature is always pure. And always in samadhi, you won't strike up a thought. That's your self-nature. All right? 29. Confusion arises merely because one sees and thinks about states. If one can see all states and the mind is unconfused, that is true concentration. 只为渐进思尽极乱，若见诸境心不乱者，是真定也。Okay, this is nice. Because now I remember why I read this. I loved it, but I quickly forgot it because I didn't know how it's applicable to my child practice. Sounds familiar? Yeah, it's all good and, and, and nice, but you know, what it has to do with me? Because I sit there and I noises bother me. I use I you know in my early days, uh, for some reason the Taiwanese temples they use these cheap clocks, and they tick 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 every single second tick 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 half an hour later I used to have a headache. It, it, it used to kill me. I sat there and said, seriously, we're meditating and we're supposed to keep quiet? And they put a clock and you go, tick, 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 tick. And I said, the Taiwanese are weird. See, your mind comes up with reasons to whine and complain and blame on someone else. So far, so good? Yeah. That's exactly what he's talking about here. Confusion arises because one sees and thinks about states. Tick, 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 tick. The most 
fundamental thing, the simplest things in lives, bother the heck out of me. It's just a clock. But then I came and I said, my God, this, this, what, kind, what kind of, how can the Asian live like this? It's so weird. Should I uh, offer to buy them a clock or something? <laughs> At least for the China hall, you know? And then it doesn't help. And then, and then I kept on thinking about it. And then uh, at, during lectures, during, uh, at the evening lectures, I, I uh, went and saw the, uh, the, old, the young abbot, uh, Master Hung Lu. And I said, uh, Master Hung Lu, they used to respect me a lot because they thought I was someone special for some reason. I said, Master Hung Lu, uh, you know, I see these uh, our Wainos using the stand-up microphone there, uh, you know, with the court microphone. And when we circumambulate, they can't, they can't circumambulate. They have to stand there and chant for the assembly. So why don't we get them a wireless microphone so that he can walk with us, okay? Wouldn't that be cool that we can all walk together? And Hung Lu says, you know, it's a great idea. Why don't you buy one for us? <laughs> He's Taiwanese, by the way. Anyway. <laughs> so I said, Taiwanese, they all think like this? <laughs> so it's funny, but your mind keeps going and going and going, and you feel so justified thinking and whining about it. It's so sensible, it's so reasonable to complain, yes? It's, a, it's, a, it's, uh, it's normal. It's, it's, uh, how can people live like this? How can people behave like this? You feel so justified. And that's exactly what he means. You see a state and you think about it. You hear a noise and you think about it. Whereas if you are around here long enough, and you practice Chan long enough, you endure more this, the discomfort long enough, what, you know what's going to happen? When there's a noise there, you ignore it very easily. When there's the earthquake, you ignore it very easily. Okay? There is a bomb exploding in the, in the neighbor's house. That one there, across the street. The one you don't like? <laughs> you say, aha, uh -huh, it's about time. I mean, <laughs> you see, it's so easy then for you to remain thus, 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 unmoving. It's not as hard as you think because you're getting trained to not react to the noise, not to act to irritation, the noise on the wall and the clock, someone not taking a shower sitting next to you, and so forth. Huh? And you think Chan meditation is about, you know, I, I, I. No, it's about, it's about learning these fundamentals. Yes, too. Um, yeah, uh, when you say ignore, um, do you mean like we, when you are aware of it, but don't react, or you're not aware of it. Because some, I have two states. Sometimes when I'm so focused on your lecture that I'm not even aware the noise is there. 
but sometimes I'm aware and I'm not bothered. But sometimes I'm aware and I'm bothered. So <laughs> I'm struggling with the first part. I'm so concentrated in lecture, I don't notice anything. Seriously? <laughs> sometimes. I like you more now. <laughs> That's very good. Uh, you aware of it, but you don't react. You don't react. See, I used to do that to you. Remember when we talked? I did it to you. <laughs> it's so funny. Look at her. I was talking to her very politely and very, you know, we're getting, we're getting more comfortable. And I went like that. <laughs> what did you do that for? <laughs> okay? You're aware of it, but you don't react to it. Your ears still hear the, 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 the noise, the sound, but your mind doesn't react, doesn't move. That's why it means budong. But is it better that we can block it and we, we're not even aware of it? You don't even need to block it. Oh. There's no need to do anything. Okay? Because when you're in a state of concentration, you still can function, you still can move, but you don't react. Is that clear? This is a point that's not clear to most of you. You say, uh, concentration doesn't mean I'm unmoving. You're unmoving in your mind only, but your body can still move. So when I lecture, for example, I'm in concentration, but my body moves like crazy. So you learn to be in samadhi while in movement, meaning you can move your body, but your mind doesn't move. Your mouth can move, but your mind doesn't move. You believe? You believe anything, don't you? <laughs> Got that? It's a cool thing. You can move like hell. You can, you can, you can, you can be so loud. You can chant. You can sing, and yet your mind doesn't move. Is it possible? Yes. That's what he's talking about. And you're able to do that. You're in a state, all the states, whatever happens around you, whatever happens to you, the mind is unconfused. That's concentration. It's so cool. Almost done. Good knowing advisors, being externally separate from all marks is Chan, and being internally unconfused is concentration. External Chan and internal concentration are Chan concentration. Yes, Wei Mang. Master, from the previous slide, you explained about that uh, all moving. Uh, your mind is all moving, but your body is moving. Yes. What level of samadhi uh, has to be? Because it sounds like really high level samadhi. I don't know. Okay, 32. Good new advisors. Okay, and it's kind of cool because he knows. 
he's addressing these people that actually are the target audience of this. These are people of actually pretty good cultivators, advanced cultivators. He says, you separate from all external Marxist Chan, meaning Chan, if you understand after you develop the skills of sitting and enduring all the sitting here, and then you get to the point where it, you naturally will understand, you get to the state, your mind can go in the state where you can be separate from all the external marks. Okay? It's no longer about crossing your legs. It's no longer about sitting. You see, it's very subtle. He's no longer talking about sitting, Chan, is he? He said, now if you separate, separate from all external marks, that is Chan. Okay? Meaning he's, you don't need to cross your legs. It's no longer leg crossing. No longer sitting. He's talking about Chan only. Meaning that you can be moving Chan. You detach from all external marks. Then you are in Chan. Wouldn't that be cool? You go to work, you're in Chan. Who says you have to come to the temple? Who says you have to cross your legs? Who says you have to close your eyes? Who says you have to recite the Buddha's name? All those are expedients for you to understand the state where you say you, you detach from all external marks. Okay, being in, inwardly unconfused is concentration. Yeah. Uh, unconfused? Yeah. Uh, too difficult to explain. Okay, yeah. so anyway, so external Chan, internal concentration, Chan concentration. So far, so good. We have a few more minutes. Can we finish it? Two more slides. The Bodhisattva Shila Sutra says, our fundamental nature is original, pu originally pure in itself. Good knowing advisors in thought after thought, see your own clear and pure original nature, cultivate, practice, and realize the Buddha way. Pusa jie jing yun, wo ben xing yuan zi qing jing, shan zhi shi, yu nian nian zhong, zi jian ben xing qing jing, Okay, so again, this is more advanced than uh, almost all of you. Uh, so he says in the sutra here, uh, the, the, the Buddha says, our fundamental nature is originally pure in itself, meaning that's your, that's you, who you are, this is your true makeup. Okay, but you add confusion on top of it. It does not change its nature at all. All you're doing is you add layers on top of it. That's all. You not you are not able to change or alter your original nature underneath. Okay, it's still pure. It's still unmoving. Is that clear? Okay. So if in thought after thought. Uh, you see your own clear and pure original nature, okay? Uh, you should do that, and then uh, that's how you become a Buddha. Yes, you too. Um, this is a question from Empty Mirror. 
Master, please how there are no obstructions. I'm thinking about, a, about karma and blessing and also the merit of challenges I have with cultivation. What is no obstruction? No obstructions is no progress. Any other questions? Okay, that's the end of this chapter. Let's stop here today, shall we? Anyone interested in some gelato? <laughs> the kids will love it. <laughs> Thank you. We, 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 we end early today, is that okay? And this is Memorial, uh, it's a Memorial Day weekend. So we can, this is a time to go buy cars. Okay, thank you everyone. We'll see you uh, next week. <laughs>